the past, the present, the future. This is Friday Night Fright. What the planet is listening to. Hello and welcome back Friday Night Fright. The Oscar special should have gone up on Tuesday. I'm going this before that. It, it's all weird. Ooh, it's a shame. It's a shame. It's a it's what it is. Um, so this is the post post Oscars special. So there's no Oscar discussion in this podcast. I don't even know one. I'm recording this on Sunday before I've actually watched the Oscars. And then the rest of the episode, I'll go a bit more today. And then the rest of the episode will be recorded after the Oscars. So it's still, this is another weird fragmented group. But this episode, we're going back to the Flash recaps. Yay! Finally going back to that because, you know, I want to find out what happens. I want to pretend I've never seen it before. Because that's always fun. So, yeah, it's uh, definitely return forms to some. And it's good to be back because after we fly on right now, Michael. Or in this case, we fly on right now, Michael. And I know maybe 1% of you understand that reference. But it makes me laugh and that's the important thing. So today we're going to cover a couple of episodes of Flash. Um, maybe discuss some movies in the epilogue. I kind of like doing that. And maybe discuss some movies halfway through as well. I'm, I'm like doing that too. Um, there's going to be more content. Like I said, I'm trying to do two episodes a week. Like um, a bonus seesaw thing. And then main episodes. I know the viewership will drop a bit doing that. But I like it. I, I want to move back to that. And Tuesday one's going to be a bit more improvisational. A bit looser. A bit less work for me, you know, just a bit of seeing So, the one to wear Tuesday for this will be the post Oscars special, which I'll be recording on Monday. And this will be The Flash, and we'll, uh, like I say, a few other random movies I watched in Wiggers were at the end. And without further ado, let's bet that back to Flash after a brief word from our sponsor. And that was episode 15 of The Flash, the um, fallout. The last episode of Same Did with the nuclear explosion. They're from being like, oh my god, Stein and Ronnie, they're both dead. And Caitlin Barry wrong way. And Caitlin's like, no, I can see it. And Barry's like, oh crap, um, do you want me to adjust the direction I'm running? And she's like, no, 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 just, just keep running forward. I need to look at the explosion. So everyone's sort of like, Ronnie and Martin Stein need to be dead, surely. And then you then this episode picks up immediately after and Barry's run just right amount of distance to avoid nuclear explosion and says to them, oh my god, how much radiation's on us? And they're like, uh, none. And it's like, wait, what? And Caitlin's like, that doesn't make any sense, because science. And Cisco's like, I'm telling you, despite the fact there's a nuclear explosion, there's no radiation. And Barry's like, should we go back? And Caitlin's like, let's go back. And Barry's like, we're going to go back. So they run back, and they find Martin and Ronnie Oh. Okay, apparently. I guess the nuclear explosion was just some combining forces. So I'm going to assume that's going to happen every time they combine forces from now on. No. Or apart, or separate, or whatever. It's just going to happen. So everyone's like, yay! They're split, and they go to Star Labs, and Ronnie's like, yay, I'm back, and Caitlin's like, yay! And then they thought, oh wait, but Professor Stein, didn't you have a wife? And he's like, yes, I did. Her initials are also CS, like Caitlin Snow, but her name's Clarissa Stein. So they're like, oh, we'll take you to see your wife. And he's like, I would like that, because I don't like Ronnie. Ronnie's like, well, I don't like you either. And they're like, and they're like, Argh. So Professor Stein, Martin's taking back to see his wife, Clarissa. And they have a really good map chemistry. And they generally seem like 
long lost, long separate husband and wife, and they share a sweet little kiss. And Clarissa says, Thank you, Barry. Barry's like, That's okay. You just, you know, you're one thirty people who knows my secret identity, so please, please keep it secret. And Clarissa's like, She gives him a wink. And Barry's like, No, oh, oh, not, not enough potential love interest. So from there, Martin Stein's like, You know, I, I like pizza. And Ronnie's like, Wait, what? And Clarissa's like, what? And Clarissa goes to see Team Flash and so like, he likes pizza. And they're like, okay. And so he didn't like pizza before. Rongi's changed him. Deep down, he's changed. And Rongi's like, says Caitlin, why don't we, why don't we like, stay here or, or leave town? Stay here or leave town? It's up to you. And Caitlin's like, well, those are our options. Those are our options, Rongi. Thank you for our options. And Rongi's like, that's okay. So then Iris is investigating stuff in her... Uh, not boss, but the senior guy papers like, hey, hey, do you, do you remember this stuff? Like, do you know this woman puts a picture of Caitlin? And, and um, Iris is like, yeah. And he's like, it was a shootout at a restaurant and she was involved. And the army said, we're not involved. And that's weird, right? That's weird. And Caitlin's like, Iris is like, that is weird. Um, okay, well, thanks. And then walks off and the report guy's like, yeah. I like some of that iris, and also she might do my job for me. Yay, two in one. So then, um, Caitlin and Ronnie, uh, and the, they find out Yami is after them because there's a, like this shootout and stuff, and then they're like, "Oh, we're we're gonna stay with Barry and Joe." And so Barry's like, "That's cool," and Joe's like, um, "Okay, you know, hi, Caitlin, you're always welcome here." Hey, is this Ronnie? Uh, like, yeah. Joe's like, didn't he die? And they're like, no. He's like, eh, fine. So then they're like, they're going to set up stairs. And then Iris comes by and she's like, hey, I make dinner. Oh, you forgot. And also, who are these people? And who's this guy? And you look familiar. And he's like, I'm, I'm, I'm cousin Carl from from Coast City. And she's like, oh, okay. Do you want some food? And he's like, I'd love some food. Do you have pizza? She's like, no. He's like, no. Nah. So then Joe and Barry are talking and. Joe's like, hey, Barry, you remember the last episode, you know, or, or not even last episode, right now, you were in this house 15 years ago, and Barry's like, what? And he's like, you're here, we found your blood on war, and Barry's like, that, that means time travel's possible, and Joe's like, yes, and Barry's like, I know someone talked about this, so he's, he goes to see Professor Stein, and Professor Stein's like, yeah, I know a bit about time travel, and Barry's like, do you know enough being a spin-off series, and Professor Stein's like, I, I don't understand. I don't follow you. But I know a bit. And Barry's like, what about if, what about if I went back in time? And Martin Stein's like, you were caught a tear in space-time continuum. Damn it, Marty. My name's Barry. Damn it, Barry. Great Scott and all that jazz. Um, theoretically, it is possible, Barry. But I don't know exactly how you would do it because that needs to happen like at the end of the season. So, you know, but it is possible, theoretically. And then Yami, Professor Island's back, and he's like, hey, remember me from last week? Uh, I want Firestorm. He's like, and everyone says, and everyone even is supporting it's like, dude, why are you so angry with times? I hate mere humans. You know, I, 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 he goes to see frigging Harrison, he's like, give me Firestorm. Harrison's like, why'd I do that? And he's like, just do it, because you're American. You're American, damn it. And America needs to win. And so, like, America... This isn't a war. And Professor Ireland's like, this is a war. It's the reason people like me exist. He's like, you are such an arsehole. He's like, 
Just drug one of them. Drug Martin, drug Ronnie, I don't care. I need to do some experiments. Do that, and I won't reveal no no flash works thing. I'm pretty sure I know who he is. Because I've rounded down this candidates, and to be honest, there's only one person it can be, and he was in coma up to a few months ago. And also, you got prison here, man. you got prison. That's illegal, you know? And Harrison's like, touche. Touche, Island. Touche. What was they saying? Future. To tell Baha'i. And Island's like, what? He's like, it's going to be a thing in future. Trust me. Don't ask Kano. So they manage to drug Martin and they take him wang. They're like, what? And Ronnie's freak out. He's like, oh my God, they, they got Martin. And they're like, how do you know that? He's like, because we're psychically connected. I can read his thoughts. And Caitlin's like, can he read yours? And Ronnie's like, yeah. And he's like, have you been thinking about me? And that trip to Cabo Waba, and he's like, "Yeah, he's like, old man saw images of me scantily clad, leant over a banister." And wrong, he's like, "No, instead, like that's disgusting." So then they're going about doing this, and wrong, he's like, "We need to find Martin, but how?" And they're like, "We don't know how," because earlier in the episode, Barry got beaten up by. Eileen, you know, Eileen managed to use some, managed to get drop on Barry. It's like, how does he get drop on Barry? I, I get that they need to make these villains a credible threat to Barry, but Eileen's a late 50s, early 60s man in the military. And somehow Barry, despite having to speak, continually gets fucked up by him. It's like, oh, uh, he- hedgehog spike machine. And then Barry's like, oh my god, the hedgehog spikes. And Eileen's like, whoa. It's like, I get that he need, really. I get credible threat thing, but like he's not a credible threat. I can just about buy Captain Cold and Heatwave being credible threats, but Island's like no, like it just it just doesn't work. You know, it's bizarre. So then, like Martin's like wrong. He's like I need to send a message to Martin because they're shocking him and he's cold and he's scared. So I'm going cutting my own arm, and they're like, why didn't you just draw on your own arm? Surely that would peel on his arm too. And Ronnie's like, fuck that shit. So he smashes glass and then starts carving up his arm. And he types where. He he digs where into his arm. And Martin's like, well, there's nowhere left to write. So he starts saying Morse code. And Barry's like, Cisco, like, we know Morse code. And they're like, da da da, da da da, da da da. And Barry's like, he's in base 27. And they're like, how do you know that? He's like, I, I watched Batman, the Unlit series. And. The Batman and the 60s TV show, and I just formed a connection. And they're like, oh, okay, cool, cool. Maybe not mention Batman. Maybe, maybe say National Treasure. And Barry's like, why? He's like, that's right. There's an embargo on Batman. You know, you can't say that name. You know, he may or may not have existed, but you can't say that name. There's an embargo. So they get to be in 27. Barry's like, oh, I'm going to save, I'm going to take wronging. I'm going to save Martin from dying. And he manages to, and they run outside, and then meet the island and go get drop on them again. And Barry's like, you are, I'm not falling for those fucking spikes again. Island's like, that's why I'm going to do machine. And Barry's like, oh shit, and they cover him white gooey liquid, and he's like, oh my god. And he's like, it burns, it burns the face, oh my god. And Harrison's like, Barry... Wrong, Barry, wrong. And Barry's like, that doesn't hit me. And he's like, wrong, Barry, wrong. So Barry runs until all goo liquid solidifies into a soup. He feels much better off that. And he's like, oh, my God. Thank you, Harrison. 
I thought, oh shit, I've got wrong in Martin. And wrong in Martin are wronging for the lives. And Martin's like, I feel like shit. And wrong, he's like, well, I feel like shit too, because you feel like shit. And you're like, we're like the original odd couple, aren't we? You're odd, you're neat, I'm untidy. I'm a scientist, you're a scientist, but you're a smart scientist, and I look like a jock. Yeah! It's like, hey, maybe if we team up, and Martin's like, focus, Rongy, focus. And they run out, and there's a truck coming with machine guns attached to it, and Rongy's like, shit, um, what do we do? And Martin's like, might have to join forces. And Wiz is like, yes, join forces! Do that predator hand class thing, and you'll join forces, and you'll win! And Rongy's like, Martin, and Martin's like, Rongy, he's like, we have to want this, we have to want to be in each other. And Rongy and Martin like, yeah, it doesn't count, because technically we're merging to super, so we're not cheating. You're not cheating on your wife, and I'm not cheating on my partner, we're just two bros merging together. So they merge together, and they form Firestorm, and Rongy's like, ha, 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 I have to body, and Martin's like, yeah, and I'm voiced inside your head, and Rongy's like, like my conscience, like Jiminy Cricket, Martin's like, no, Rongy's like, Ugh. so he blows up a truck, and he's like, wah, ha, 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 and he's sort of like, turns around, idling saying, idling's like, I on grenade, and he throws up in the air, and it knocks Rongy down, and idling's like, Bruh! Science! Science for the win! Your superpowers can't beat American military might! <laughs> also, now I'm going to shoot you both directly in the face. You find Americans, but this has gone on way too long. And he's just about to shoot Barry's like, hey, Island, like, And he smashes him, and Island's like, and falls down, and Barry's like, <laughs> And hates up wrongly Martin, and he's like, you guys okay? And they're like, maybe we should just kill Eiling and Barry's like no and they're like why he's like because I have a code I can't become killer and they're like we're literally like he's trying to murder us we're literally stood here trying to figure this shit out why can't we murder him and Barry's like because the law and he's like he's breaking the law and Barry's like oh um uh, okay and he just speaks to Madeline and like uh, I Barry says him on way back, it's fine, this will be resolved, you know, he won't come after you again. And Rongy's like, how do you know that? He's trying to kill us, Barry, and our partners, and our wives, and our families, and you, you stupid arsehole. And even Martin's like, I agree with Rongy, and Rongy's like, Martin agrees with me, fuck you, Barry, fuck you, you, you Judas, Jesus, you fucking red you devil you red devil you red devil redemption you fuck you barry you 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 ain't shit i'm fast storm i'm fast i turn fire i'll burn your burn your house down you won't go back in time i'll burn your face off and barry's like low blow wrong he wrote low blow wrong it's like fuck you barry so <laughs> so so then they go back to um star labs and they're all sort of like writing Wrong here, like, we should probably leave for a while. In separate directions. And Caitlin's like, maybe you should stay in the same direction. Ronnie's like, you know what, Caitlin, don't. And Martin's like, we, we, we probably should go in the same place. Because it's hard to merge if we're in different counties. And Clarissa's like, yeah, go mine. I'm supportive wife, that's fine. And then she looks at everyone and goes, my contract's... You got me for one more episode later in the season. But I, 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 I'm, I'm going... Off screen, I think it's off screen and safe. And so it goes the separate ways. And Ronnie's like, Caitlin, I swear to you, at one point we'll get married. But for the moment, 
if we had honeymoon and we had honeymoon sets, Martin would be there too, and that'd be weird. You know, it's weird. And Clarissa's like, yeah, I don't, I don't, I, I've had my time, I've had my fun. I don't want to live vicariously through my husband, living vicariously through Ronnie as he has sex with you, Kate. No, I don't want to say it. So the FWF says their goodbyes, and Barry's like, We all learned valuable lessons today. And then turns to Joe, Joe, at some point, I'm going to go back in time. I'm going to change the past. And Joe's like, Wait, what? Barry's like, That's Okay, Joe, I'm going to save my mum. I'm going to change everything. Joe's like, You know, I'm literally standing right here. I literally raised you. And you're saying you want to undo all of that. And Barry's like, yeah. And Joe's like, you don't see a problem with this? And Barry's like, no. He's like, all of this won't have happened. And, Joe, and Barry's like, yeah. And Joe's like, you don't seem to understand how time travel works. And Barry's like, no, oh, man, I do. And Joe's like, you're a little weird, Barry. You're a little weird. You want to have sex with your, you want to have sex with your stepsister, with your foster sister, you know? You want to change time, so none of this happened. You're, you're a little weird, though, aren't Barry? And Barry's like, well, I won't change the past because I know what not to do. And Joe's like, how do you know that the Barry who went back in time didn't have the exact same idea? And Barry's like, because I'm the fastest man alive. And Joe's like, well, if you established you're not, because this guy in the yellow costume is fastening you, and Barry's like, where is he, though? Where is he? And Joe's like, well, you know, we'll pick something about four or five episodes. So then the episode ends, and it's sort of like, oh, we're clearly idling, she's going to walk in Star Labs and shoot everybody. You know? But then he's at military base, and then man, yeah, the suit runs by, grabs him, and throws him into sewers, and then he's sort of idling, he's like, who are you, boy? And the guy takes the suit off and goes, I'm Harrison. Oh, shit. So man, yeah, the suit is Harrison. Oh, crap. But wait, is he the reverse Flash? Is he, though? Well, I think at this point, it's pretty fair to say he is. And he's sort of like, I, piece of shit, you, you, you arsehole, you fuck. You know, I look after my own met humans. And Ireland's like, you literally gave one of them to me. And Harrison's like, it's all part of my master plan. And Ireland's like, what do you mean your master plan? And Ireland goes, oh, my God. And Harrison's like, yes. I have an old friend in Sir and Ireland's like, what the, what is that voice in my head? It was, oh my God. And then Gorilla, Grod walks out, the gorilla, and so not God. Grod and Ireland's like, you sacrilegious mother. Oh my God. He burns into his head. And Gorilla Grod's like, I'm, I'm okay CGI, but I'm going to take you back to my lair. And Eileen screams, and it's like, this is really unfortunate implications. What's Grog going to do to Eileen? And Harrison looks on, so I'm like, yes, I'm the big, I'm the villain of the season, and man who killed Barry's mum, and I have a psychic gorilla in sewers. <laughs> You'll never guess my plan. And everyone who's watching the show is like, wait, what? And there you go. There's episode um, 15 of Flash. I enjoyed it. I, I, I think Ronnie's story arc went on a bit too long, but I like the fact there's something a bit different. In fact, that Barry met a human. He met a met human that didn't die immediately. Um, yeah, not bad. Some decent story development, and I like, but I'm confused as to Harrison's chess games because it's sort of like, it's like he's playing chess against himself at points. Like, I'm going to give them Martin Stein, but I protect my own met humans. And I could have just grabbed Island any point, but I didn't. It's like, what exactly is his end game? I don't entirely know. But 
it's interesting and like it nice to see Ronnie and Martin Sharp and they got just as much development as like Oliver Queen, which is cool. So yeah, um I'd probably go for a three point five out of five. Good episode and you know, we'll look forward to the next one. Which is called Out of Time. So I guess it has absolutely nothing to do with time travel. It's probably about Barry stuck in Lithuania or something like that. But I'll be recapping that in just a few seconds. Oh boy! I've just watched episode 16 of Flash Season 1. A charming little episode called Out of Time. And oh wow. Um, how to unpack this episode? Um, so it starts with um, no mention Farstorm or Ronnie or Martin or Clarissa or any of that jazz, which is fine, you know. Why would you mention that? Why would you bring up Game Clear that it's not important? Um, so, yeah, that's not mentioned. But Barry is off doing Barry things, as he normally does. Um, and they find out that the brother of Maren, Clint, Clyde Maren, Maren, his brother, is uh, escaped prison and has weather powers, but greatly enhanced weather powers, like super enhanced, which we find out when he goes to see a, um, what's call it, more tending, he's my brother died six months ago, and everyone's like, okay, and so, my brother died, who shot my brother? And more tending, sort of like, wait a second, so you have passed too? Where were you last eleven, last fifteen months? Because nine months ago, that accelerator blew up, but that was six months ago since the nine months ago point. So fifteen months. So where have you been all this time? And Namaris was like, "I've been, uh, I've been preparing my wind power, my power of weather. I'm the weather wizard." And they're like, okay. So he's like, okay, more tendon. Who shot my brother? And he's like, I don't know. Yes, all mind you. And creates snowball thing air. And more tendon's like, ah, and then dies. And everyone's like, ah. So that's where we are. And also, at the same time, everyone's starting to get suspicious of old Harrison. You know, it's, as I put in previous recap, I think, is Harrison and Angram where we don't find out this week. But what we do find out. It's Barry's running, run, running, and he sees a version of him saying, he's like, wait, what? And you're Barry, so I'm like, hello, Barry, how are you doing? And then disappears, and Barry's like, what the fuck? And then he goes to see Harrison, and he's sort of like, Harrison, um, I saw myself running, and the other me is sort of like, hello, Barry, and then disappears, and Harrison's like, we should deal with this later, but right now you should go bowling. So... Barry goes bowling with Iris and Eddie and Linda. Apparently, Barry and Linda are still dating. Who knew? Well, clearly, writers of program numbed the viewers because they haven't seen Linda in weeks. But she's a lovely Linda Park is back. And um, they're going bowling and stuff. And it's fraught because Barry gets a bit of smudge of ketchup on his cheek. And Iris is sort of like, let me get that for you. And she rubs out. And Linda's like, wait, what? And Eddie's like, yeah, it's a bit weird, but you get used to it. And Linda's like, why would you get used to it? That's creepy. And Eddie's like, yes, that's creepy. Weird. And then Eddie's not happy with Iris. And Linda's not happy with Barry. And so, but then Barry and Eddie get called off because of the morgue thing. And they're like, okay, we'll have to leave. And Iris and Linda are like, we don't really want to hang out, so we're going to go our separate ways too. And then back at Star Lab, Cisco is continually trying to explore whether Harrison Wiz is or is not evil by running tests on the machine that Harrison created for the um, uh, 
process of capturing reverse flash. As he's doing this, he's trying to talk to Joe, and he's like, Joe, do you think Harrison's evil? And Joe's like, you know, I don't have time for this, Cisco. I got, I got Storm's brother after me. You know, Storm's brother is after me. Storm's brother. I didn't even know she had brother, but she did. Or he did. He had brother. He, he. And, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't, um, uh, uh, Captain Cold, of course, Snow. It was Weather Wizard. And he wants to murder Joe because he's sort of like, you shot my brother. As Joe Wright points out later in the episode, your brother's a murderer. And Sky's like, oh, that's not the point, God damn it. You shot my brother, Joe. You shot my brother. So Joe's like, okay. And then Cisco's sister, like, um, uh, oh, uh, Iris's newspaper by the Mason, sort of like, you know what, Harrison's evil. Well, how do you know? I, I got a digital lockbox full of information, and I'll reveal it in paper. Don't you want maybe give it to the cops to stop him from potentially committing crimes? He's like, Mason's like, but stories, Iris, the stories, goddammit. So then um, that's going on. Barry and Kerr try and trap Web Wizard. They create a device called the weather wand. And Cisco's like, yeah, this might suck the air out of the atmosphere and also stop the powers. And you're like, so you stop him by sucking. And Cisco's like, that's not what I intended. Like, yes, yes, you do. You suck it in and then he is powerless. It's quite an apt description, to be honest. So then, um, uh, weather, weather boy, weather wizard is like, oh, I'll go to the police station. I'll murder Joe. And then Joe's like, you know, you're a scumbag. And also, I'm going to use this weather wand on you. And weather wizard's like, you are, you are, bah, 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 and then fires lightning. But Singh, Detective Captain Singh jumps in with Joe and takes lightning to the chest and smash across the room. And everyone's like, no, side character, no. And weather wizard's like, well, okay, bye. And Cassie walks off and Barry rushes to detect. Captain Singh to hospital. Where we find the hospital, they won't let Captain Singh's boyfriend in because he's sort of like, you're not family because you are the same sex as the Captain Singh. And Joe's like, no, they're, they're engaged. And they're like, okay, well, technically they are family then, although we don't agree with it. You can go in and be with your boy, with your fiance. And Joe's like, shut the fuck up. So then Joe's says to Barry and Iris, he's sort of like, you know what? I'm going to find this guy, I'm going to kill him. And they're like, why? And he's like, because my favourite movie's Death Wish, the Bruce Willis version. I'm going to go and kill this guy before he murders my my daughter and my not-a-son son. Because my not-a-son son loved my daughter, who's not his sister. She's his friend-daughter-sister thingy. And Joe's like, this is really weird. And then Barry says, but I love Iris. And Joe's like, look, Barry, it doesn't make any sense. You told you loved her. And also, you're technically, she's technically your sister, man. I'm technically your dad. So this is getting really weird. So can you just, like, wait for her to reciprocate before you cut through all this bullshit again, Barry, please? So, so then from there we cut to um, uh, <laughs> uh, Barry... Is running around. Joe's trying to find Web Wizard, and Eddie's saying at Web Wizard's house, and so like, I'm your partner, Joe. I'm your partner. We'll do this together. And then Joe Smith's they smash that window by force of air, and he's so like, no. And Joe disappears from the scene for a while. Meanwhile, Cisco asks Caitlin to distract Dr. Wiz because Cisco thinks Dr. Wiz may or may not be a murderer. So he's sort of like, just distract him for a while. Take him for coffee. He won't find that suspicious at all. So they go for coffee. Um, 
And then, meanwhile, Joe wakes up on a barge and Weatherwiz is sort of like, hey, Joe, broke off burning body. You didn't notice, but you flew back about 500 feet. Somehow you're still alive and don't react to pain until I touch your leg. But you are in lots of pain, Joe. And Joe's like, look, please don't murder my daughter. Please and Mark Weatherwiz is sort of like, you murdered my brother. And Joe Wright points out, your brother's a murderer and a thief and... Whether it's sort of like, you can't choose family, but by God, you can avenge them. And Joe's like, no, please, so he gets duct tape over his face, and he's also in handcuffs, despite the fact that his leg's clearly broken. And also, those wonders, there's any follow-up from the last episode with regards to the um, cliffhanger ending with the sewers? No, they don't mention Wade Island either, he's just disappeared. He'll, he'll be back in about four or five episodes. So, um, we get more stuff, oh, about Cisco and his family, and apparently he doesn't like his family. So then Cisco's investigating the, um, crime stuff, the, um, machine, and Caitlin's trying to trap Harrison, and Harrison finally realises that he's got a great idea for how he trap Web Wizard, and then he takes Caitlin to rinse, get coffee to go. She goes to get coffee, but then Harrison disappeared that wheelchair. Caitlin's like, wait, what? And then Cisco discovers that machine Harrison created to trap Reverse Slash is actually a holographic machine with a pre-recorded message by Reverse Slash. Cisco's like, wait, what? And then Harrison peers behind him walking. Cisco's like, wait, what? And Harrison's sort of like, you know, Cisco, I wish you, I knew if anyone could find out the truth, it'd be you. And Cisco starts crying. And at this point, it this scene really messed me up because this is generally a gripping sequence. So Harrison reveals that he is categorically the reverse flash. He's not just responded for the suit. He is categorically reverse flash. He points out that he's been hit. He murdered Barry's mother. Oh, shit. He points out that he's getting Barry run faster for his end game because he wants to go home because he's been trapped there 15 years. Cisco starts crying and says, I can help you. And Harrison says, Oh, Cisco, you're not smart enough. And then, in tearful moments, says, Cisco, if I, you've made me realise what it's like to have son. And then he jams his hand in Cisco's chest and goes, bruh, 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 bruh. And Cisco dies. And Harrison's sort of like, I'm so sorry. And jokes aside, that's a really goddamn good sequence. And also, it's a really powerful sequence because it combines exposition and payoff and emotional beats in the same time. More for that flash, please. You've reset that dynamic up between Cisco and House and brutally, and then you've destroyed it and really painfully, really, really brutal way. Also, holy crap, Harrison has revealed Caitlin that he can walk and he's murdered Cisco. Holy shit, how are they going to get out of this? You know, would they want to? Worse. What a goddamn scene. So, meanwhile, at the other end, Joe's barely, badly beaten and Web Wizard calls Iris and says, You better come alone to Waterfront, otherwise I'm going to murder your daddy. And Irish says, Barry tearfully, Barry, please, please. And Barry's like, we'll get him back. And Barry and Iris run to the elevators, but there's Linda. And she's like, Barry, I've got to talk. And Barry's sort of like, Linda, no, I have to go with Iris. And she's like, of course. And Barry's like, it's not what you think, it's an emergency. But what's out, but it's clearly just been dumped, which is holy crap number two. I didn't, didn't even know Linda and Barry were still dating, but apparently she's dumped him, dumped his ass. So that's crazy. So Barry and Iris rush to Waterfront and Web Wizard sees them and points, gives Joe binoculars and goes, see that? Your, your daughter's really pretty. I'm going to murder her and everyone in the city. Tsunami, motherfuckers. So he starts trying to set a tsunami up 
And Iris is like, no, 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 no. And Barry's like, Iris, Iris, look at me. She does. He goes, I didn't want you to see this. And then he reveals it's a flash in front of her. That's his half they kiss and feel they love each other really deeply. And Barry's sort of like, sorry, Iris, I'm Flash. And Iris is like, wait, what? And Barry's like, no tape, but... <laughs> so then Barry says to Caitlin, Caitlin, how do I stop this? And Caitlin's like, well, you'd have to run so fast, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, down waterfront, and you create a, weather, a wind vortex that pushes a thing back. Barry asks, how fast I'd have to run? Caitlin says, I don't know. I do. Exactly 1.15... K, thousand miles an hour, exactly 1.5k. And Barry's sort of like, oh shit. So he starts running back and forth to create this war of wind to keep the tsunami back. And so, like, oh, Barry's gonna do it. He's run faster than he ever could. And no one had said to him, run, Barry, run. Because clearly he knows if he doesn't do this, his dad's gonna die. So he runs faster than he can, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And then he goes back in time. Holy crap! He's gone back in time. The episode ends with Barry back in time to thanks for start the episode where he saw his other save who said hello, but we don't get that this time. Because Barry sees his past save who disappears. So Barry's officially gone back in time. Oh my god, so all the events of this episode never actually happened. Holy shit. That is crazy, guys. That is crazy. And is it cheat? Is it really? Because on one hand, you could say it's a cheat and could say it's bullshit and it's ruined the episode. But on the other hand, you could rightly say this is crazy because this confirms that Barry can go back in time. And how is the show going to deal with that going forward? So essentially, what happened? So Cisco died. Caitlin learned Harrison Wiz could walk. Um, Joe was badly beaten. Detect- Captain Singh got fucked up. Linda and Barry broke up. Without saying, Barry ruled he loved Iris. Harrison murdered Cisco again. And Central City in some alternate time, in some current timeline, was destroyed. And Barry's created a new timeline where none of that have happened. Holy crap. Um, wow. <laughs> Seriously, wow. That was like, that was. Okay. Stern Catdroff. I've seen this episode before. I've seen it. I'm not going to pretend otherwise. I genuinely, that was frigging awesome, guys. Like, on any possible regard, that was a great episode of TV. I'm hyped. I'm really genuinely hyped. That was bloody amazing. You know, really intense, really good. Yes, you can say time travel stuff is cheap, but at the same time, it points us towards the end of the season, which is really cool. So, wow. I mean, just, ooh, pumped. Five out of five. Easy five out of five. Best episode not involving Captain Cold. Really, really good episode TV. I'm I'm seriously hyped. Um I, I don't know what more to say. Five out of five fantastic episode. Um I'll be back to talk about episode seventeen in a sec and find out how they unravel this mess. But yeah, definitely brilliant episode of Flash. Really good episode of TV in general. And I can't wait to see episode seventeen. So I will be back. Oh is it time it's Time for the half-time in quotation marks thingy. So I'll do half-time thingy, and then I'll be back after with that. Oh, I'll discuss Birds of praying half-time thingy. And then I'll be back with the Flash episode 17. So, see you in a sec. Hey guys, it's Ian here. Um, so this episode is going to wrap up a little shortly. I know what you're thinking, Ian, you always do this, and 
rightly so I do, but at the same time, how can I possibly top that recap, that, <clears throat> that was an amazing episode of Flash, a brilliant episode even, and I was mulling over doing a review, recap of the next episode, and then I thought, one is such a perfect little cliffhanger, if you've never watched a show before, you'll be like, oh no, how is he going to react to what happens next, what happens next, what's going on, if you've watched a show before, you'll know where it's going, and you'll get more kick out of my reaction next week, I think, now some people might disagree, might say, this is just you being lazy, in which case that's true, but you know, sometimes what's wrong with being lazy, I've had some hard days at working a row, and... No, I thought I'd do something a bit different. So this episode is going to wrap up shortly, but at the same time, it's also going to have a bit of something different because I'm going to do a mini recap review of Birds of Prey, which I saw using my Odin and Limitless card, but it's not an Odin and Limitless episode. Explain that to people. And also, there's no half-time Hollywood here because I can... Not you can't really do half-time Hollywood when you've only done two sections. So you know, there you go. Birds of Prey. What do I think about Birds of Prey? I enjoyed it. Um, well, sort of enjoyed it. I really like the seats. They're very comfortable. Um, the Odin Aylesbury have reclined chairs now, which are amazing. But the flip side being that they're so amazing that you sit there and you're so comfortable that you don't really concentrate on moving, in which case I didn't really concentrate on Birds of Prey quite as much as I should have. And as such a problem, Mr. the love context. I've got a lot of parts and a lot of moving pieces, but at the same time, I don't think I miss that much. I don't think there's that much to see. So, you can take by my words that I wasn't terribly impressed with the movie, but I wasn't unimpressed either. I'd say his fundamental problem, um, Suicide Squad, is the albatross over this movie. In Suicide Squad, Margot Robbie plays Harley Quinn, and Jarrett Leto plays Joker, and you get Will Smith's Deadshot, and... Jay Courtney is Captain Boomerang, and Dynamics movie is not great, but Dynamics between cast are interesting fun. In spite of the fact that Harvey, Harvey, Harley, Harley even is pretty much shot for a male gaze, and it is a definite male gaze, attractive woman though she is. There are times when it gets slightly uncomfortable to watch and fetch size someone has mental illness but at the same time Harley Quinn that movie is such a great big ball of engine fun and Margot Robbie is so good in character that surely her own movie should work and she does sort of <sighs> here's a fundamental problem um, Harley Quinn doesn't work as a lead character I was going to say comic book fine TV show fine movie it doesn't like work because the fundamental entry shan suicide squad isn't prevalent here and i know a lot of that's do of them downplaying the fetchization angle um and trying to make them more of a fully rounded character but at the same time it's almost feeling into that deadpool side show of if you're going to do that you need good jokes and this movie didn't have particularly good jokes not that it's bad it wasn't bad don't get me wrong not bad very competently made but best way to describe it is suicide squad is a car crash you can't not watch it's a car chase it's something that's so bad but so engrossing at the same time. Birds of Prey is the equivalent of a pigeon narrowly being hit by a car. It's interesting. It's You know, it's interesting, but it's not quite as interesting as if you've seen the impact. Like, you go, oh, that was good. That's good that pigeon didn't get hit by a car. 
but then you go about your day. You don't really dwell on it. It's not memorable. You just like, you don't go, hey, remember when that pigeon almost got hit by a car? You think, hey, remember when they made Suicide Squad and Joker start crying and he lay drowned in a rotating shape full of knives and then he made oink noises and threatened to make a guy his plaything? And hey, remember when that rapper looked at Harley Quinn and then Joker shot rapper? Because it's clearly a um, deleted scene that was a scene that was different in the original cut. They hastily edited. No, like, Suicide Squad's a mess, and it is a mess, but it's an entertaining mess. It's schlock, it's entertaining schlock. This is a competently made movie. There's nothing wrong with it. It's well made, well acted, good write, decent writing, um, good comic sidekicks, okay plot, good action, ter- terrible villain in a good way. You know, genuinely intimidating villain. And so, in theory, it should be a home run. But it's sort of like Shazam. In, actually, although Shazam I like more because they nailed the essence of Billy Batson. And that was cool to see. Um, but it's like that. Wonder Woman's really good. Aquaman's fun. And these movies are competent. But here's the thing. People don't want to see competent movies. They want to see... Movies are either really entertaining or really bad. To being middle, this can't have word of mouth because it doesn't. It's fine. It's good. You you watch it, you enjoy it, but you never go back and watch it again. You know, it's and that's not wrong for that. But they've decided that they won't make a competent superhero movie, and that's fine. But also, here's the fundamental truth about this movie: it's. Two movies jammed into one. It's a Harley Quinn movie and a Birds of Prey movie. And much like Suicide Squad, amusingly, it's too many things thrown in at once. So you've just like Suicide Squad date with the squad teaming up to face a witch, and you had Joker in the background. The Suicide Squad versus the Joker would be far more grounded and probably not as entertaining, but probably a better made movie. This wants a Birds of Prey, it wants Harley Quinn, it wants Roman's being honest. But at the same time, it here's the thing. I get what they're doing for this universe and all that. And I get, you know, not if Super can be an F movie. But this movie raises one key question. That's where is Batman when Roman's the honest is taken over Gotham? And movie doesn't answer that question. And in Marvel, it's fine. I understand Marvel. It's still a bit silly. But at least, like, you can go where they're based in different states. You know... Fours in space, Hulk couldn't get involved. But they literally set this movie in Gotham City. And there's no mention of Jim Gordon or Batman. And it feels like there would be at least a hint of it. Like, you know, Harley Quinn just walking around in general daylight and nothing, and Batman's like, whatever. It's, that doesn't work. You know? It's just... Uh, it's, it, it's okay, it's fine, it's watchable, it's decent, but I wouldn't recommend it particularly. Uh, I'd give it probably two and a half out of five, maybe three. I enjoyed it, but I, again, wouldn't go out of my way to see it. And I don't have the the affection for the character the same way I have the affection for Shazam, Billy Batson, which is just one of the best comic characters of all time. And even then, Shazam was like, it was decent, it was decent. So yeah, there's my wrap-up this week. I'll be back with The Flash and a bunch of episodes next week to pick up on that amazing cliffhanger and find out how exactly and what exactly how he's going to do. Let's go back in time. You know, so there you go.
Um, until next week, this is Ian Austin saying, remember, life is beautiful, and you probably are too. Goodbye. <laughs>